Welcome to Every Horror Movie on Netflix, the show where we watch horror movies on Netflix, we review horror movies on Netflix, we argue about horror movies on Netflix. What else do we do? We discuss them. We discuss them. A little bit. (laughs) A little bit. A little. Just a little. And not just some of them, but every one of them specifically the ones of the genre horror we mostly go in alphabetical order mostly that's our mission and our curse and we're back again this week with another exciting episode what did we watch this week avalanche sharks we haven't introduced ourselves dude oh i'm patrick i'm steve i'm chris (laughs) we just did that in the wrong order but shift shift them all clockwise i'm patrick i'm chris i'm steven all right okay jesus we got got that that settled thought thought we had all been possessed for a minute but anyway our listeners were just as confused about uh which characters on this show were which as i was about which characters were which while watching avalanche sharks oh god imagine imagine if your hosts dear listener were three women who have no distinct qualities but they all scream a lot. No distinct qualities other than the qual- the colors of their bikinis. The co- I was going to say the colors of their bikinis. Mm-hmm. And the names of their boyfriends. Mm-hmm. And the boyfriends are completely indistinct, too. So would you cue it, view it, or scream? <laughs> <laughs> Avalanche Sharks. <laughs> but no, Avalanche Sharks. You know, this is a movie, like I said uh, in our last episode, um, th- I've been dreading this movie. I feel like everybody had some pretty strong preconceived notions about this movie. For sure. Why don't we re- why don't we recap those to start? Well, starting with you. Yeah, I mean, we already saw Three Headed Shark Attack. Mm. I was expecting more of the same, but worse because when you select the movie on the Netflix interface, the little like preview movie that comes up. Yeah, what is that? What's I had in it? seen it and it looked horrible. It was like I think an excerpt from the very beginning of this movie with the snowboards and like shot with GoPros and mm. stuff. It looked like this was going to be a very amateur like GoPro sport snow snowboarding video. You read it correctly <laughs> that they threw some like CGI sharks into mm-hmm. and that was going to be it. It's a yeah, that's what it is. Spoiler M- alert, more or less. But you know what? I will say I was pleasantly surprised um i think i did like this movie more than i like three-headed shark attack um and it you know it had some stuff going for it. it's basically an off-brand asylum movie but actually i'm sorry we're gonna have ourselves steve, steve what, what, what were your preconceived yeah. notions i mean i don't i think i just immediately jumped to can we skip this one we've already done an extreme low budget bullshit shark movie i don't mm-hmm. see how this is gonna have anything new to offer what it is of Every horror movie on Netflix, don't you understand? I didn't expect that we would skip it. Good. I think when we get into the Sharknados, we can maybe uh, take it easy on ourselves. We have rules. It is funny that we've already hit two shitty Asylum shark movies. This wasn't... It's Asylum. No. Yeah. No. No. 
Fact check. All right, look let's it pause. up. Let's look it up. Pause for a second, because I'm pretty. sure I'm gonna put in the fucking uh, ask the audience music from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> this was not of the level of quality of Asylum. Um. Okay. I guess you're. I mean, whatever. I, I'm not seeing anything about that. Okay. Yeah. So, no, I was watching. I don't for know the why Asylum I thought credit. that. No. Well, because it feels it's an off-brand Asylum movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my preconceived notion about it, as I said at the end of last episode, was I was, for some reason, irrationally excited, I guess. I think I was just really puzzled by the title and what the fuck it meant. And what what does that mean? What is Avalanche Sharks? What does it mean? I was I was hooked. I was hoping for like a gritty thriller about the underground betting world of the NHL affiliate in, <laughs> in Colorado. That's a, that's a long way to go for that. Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, Colorado Avalanche. Anyway. Okay. A, yeah. All right. Avalanche sharks might be the people who wheel and deal under uh, the Pepsi Center. You're talking to two guys who pay zero attention to sports. So. <laughs> well, never mind me. No, but I mean, but the 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 premise and what the movie is trying to do gets very quickly explained in a fashion that just uh, kind of dropped my jaw at least in the first five minutes there's two dudes snowboarding they're douchebags hucker and shredder is it hucker or tucker it's hucker and hucker hucker and shredder because why not and you know one wonders is that are those names on their birth certificate you know, kids name people are naming their kids fucked up stuff these days we are old ass fuck men now and our generation is naming their kids fucked up stuff God. like nevaeh extremely common name heaven spelled backwards guys we're about to get our our jobs our careers our lives taken from us by a generation of huckers and shredders and terrans terrans who's terran remember from american poltergeist how pissed off i got that somebody would name oh, their kid right. terran I, I know a girl who's married to a marine They're- that's his name no. I thought the same thing. <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> He's a Marine. They're naming, they've named their kids uh, Trigger and Gunner. No. That sounds like way. Sarah Palin's. Uh, what, are, what are her kids' names? Trig. To Trig. And trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trigger and Gunner? Trigger and Gunner. That's fucked up, man. Gunner's a real name. Trigger is. I mean, is Gunner not. is fine, but in conjunction with Trigger, if you have Trigger and Gunner as your children. I, uh, and the next two are going to be Bullet and Noose. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are Trigger and Gunner real? Yes. Okay, so Bullet and Noose were just jokes. Trigger and Who Gunner knows? for real? For real. People, I mean, listen, apologies. Dear listener, if your child, if your beautiful baby boy is named Trigger, great. Yeah. But what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, fucking Hucker and Shredder are snowboarding down this mountain and they encounter uh, like an area that's been roped off with caution tape. And they're like... Uh, you know, we're too cool for caution tape, so they rip it down. They it's snowboard the backside. They it. say this throughout the whole movie. It's the backside of the mountain. Yeah, it's the extreme. Yeah, the extreme course that only. Yeah, bro. Like it's illegal. It's off. Oh, off and that's limits. it. But the caution tape's only there because it's like a dangerous part of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I thought maybe that would tie into like some totems or something that was like important later. Like that was the inciting event, but no. Or no, don't they run over the totems? No, the totems are already tipped over. Totems? 
Is the, that what we call the, them? I don't know. What, whatever they're you like want to cruci- call those. They're like, like grave markers. Yeah, they're we like call- weird crucifixes. Well, we'll talk about that. crucifixes. But, but the fucking ski patrol shows up with a mortar and causes an avalanche. Oh, is, right. I wondered, because I don't Fuck, know anything about... I forgot about that. I don't know anything about There's so much crazy shit that skiing. happens in this movie. Is that a thing? Like, do, do, The ski do, patrol is a thing. No, dude. They're <laughs> fucking heroes. Can we, can we go on a tangent? I no, I want to go on a tangent about. There's already so many food. tangents. All right, all right. No, Steve. first of all, let me just ask because I saw this happening and I wanted to look it up. So I just wondered. I was like, is, do, do the staff of resorts like this like actually try and create avalanches so there's more snowfall on the mountain? Like, what is he doing by firing that mortar at the mountain? I don't understand. Wow, that is so puzzling. Yeah, I, I had forgotten about that. Yeah, that could be an actual legitimate practice in a mountain place, maybe. Could be. Could be. I thought, no way. I thought that this guy well, what was up you to th- no good. Yeah. I thought he was a murderer. Yeah, a ne'er-do-well, but like, we don't see him do anything <laughs> like that. I don't know. It's very strange to oh, me. Oh, that would make sense. That would make a lot of sense. Is that the fucked up ski patrol dude? Who's the ski patrol dude at the beginning? Is that I don't um, think it's what's the guy, his name? I don't think it's the guy that shows up later. Dale? I don't think it was Dale. Well, he might never be. He's probably never seen again. I thought it was somebody, yeah, that we don't see again. All right, but, just you know, what, let's, let's just, you know, people have been listening to this podcast and they, they want to know what, what is this movie? Yeah, it's your off-brand asylum movie and it's about sharks that come out of the snow at a Whoa, ski resort. And that's the thing. Okay, so we still haven't explained what the fucking concept is. These snowboarders get attacked by sharks that are swimming through the fucking snow down and the mountain. Their fins poking out of the, the snowy slope like jaws and then they crest, they pop right out of the snow and fucking eat people. That's the whole that's the that's the that's what we're up against in and this and that's movie. That's pretty much what I expected from the title, but it's not I did a slow not boil. expect there, that. It's not a slow boil either. We no, we cut, introduced the it chase in there, right the, away. But there's something a little off about these sharks, aside from the fact that they're swimming through the fucking snow on a mountain. They're kind of like wraith-like. There's like like a sort of like ectoplasmic like glow they're to them. They're ghostly. Yeah. 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 You know that they're supernatural. Yeah. From the very beginning. These yeah. are not normal snow sharks by any means. It's just like immediately that becomes clear. And I mean, you know, I have such mixed feelings about this movie because it is terrible. It's a bad movie. But uh, I mean, of course, it's called re- Avalanche Sharks. You know, like, what do you expect going into something like no, this? No, I know. I, I'm success? just saying I'm not necessarily. No, well, I mean, I might call it a secret success. We'll see. Oh, okay. Um, so would you. View it, cute or screw it. Um. I mean, the thing with the sharks is it is a truly original concept. No one has ever done this before. No one ever will do it again. And the novelty of this bizarre threat did not wear now, off on me until the that. end of the movie. You don't get any credit from me if your novel concept involves sharks in places you don't expect them to be or zombies. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, it's not what? novel. It's a killer shark movie. Yeah, it's novel that they're in the snow, but it doesn't, like, contribute anything else really original to the, the, the shark genre. I mean, if I that's a yeah. thing, which I think it's unfortunate that it what is. What else do you have to contribute original to the shark genre? Nothing. Other than having stop sharks shark movies. I don't swim know. through the snow. I, I mean, I don't know when this was made. Is this, like, pre or post This is like Sharknado. Post Sharknado. Yeah, if it's post Sharknado, fuck this movie for uh, originality points. Like, yeah, you instead of putting sharks in a 
tornado, you put me on fucking avalanche. You you Wikipedia natural disasters. Oh, tornado, landslide. Av- oh, let's have avalanche sharks. Then they're gonna make landslide landslide sharks. I wasn't thinking about it that oh, much. This is so novel. I wasn't thinking about it that much. Just the fact of a shark fin swimming through the fucking snow never stopped making me laugh and also go, "What the fuck?" For this entire movie. That's all I'll say. Okay, fine. Hey, I'm glad you had fun. So let's get to, uh, you know, we've introduced the most important character. Now let's introduce the 50,000 other fucking characters. Who cares about any of them? I mean, the only thing that matters is everybody is somehow a cousin or a brother or a lover of these two guys who get killed at the beginning of the movie. I don't know what the relationships are to each other. It doesn't matter. I don't care about any of these people. They all look the same. It's another movie where you have, like, very average... 20-something-looking dudes and, like, sexy model girlfriends. Oh, yeah. In bikinis. Oh, yeah. There's so many characters in this movie. It's, it's like an like Altman bro- movie. I was just going to say, it's like fucking Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except, like, 17 times as shitty. All right, so do any of the characters stand as shitty? Out? Is it, like, Nashville is shitty and this is 20 steps below? <laughs> you know what? Actually, you know what? All right, so, actually, yeah. Yeah, like- zero times 17 is still zero, I guess. So. <laughs> That's the wrong way to phrase that. For most of the movie, I had a... Or about half the movie. I had an easy enough time keeping the characters straight. Oh, you were... Were you making an effort to? Well, I was paying attention. It was important to you to do that? Yeah, I was like... Yeah, I was trying to keep up with the movie. And and they do... I was too. They do give you some stuff. Like the one girl... um, The one guy's a Marine, right? So... Oh, yeah. His girlfriend is always... And they tell you that that. so many times. (laughs) And stuff like that. And then obviously you have the sheriff who's always dressed up like a sheriff and his girlfriend. And you've got the sleazy Dale patrol guy and Duffy, the, the whatever he is. I mean, there's a there's a big emphasis here on just repeating people's titles a lot so that you remember who they are. Like, the sheriff is repeatedly called sheriff. The mayor, people repeatedly just call mayor. Yeah. So many times. The Wait, Marine, is the mayor... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. The Marine, before you ever even see him, his girlfriend wakes up in bed. He's She's talking to him. She thinks that he's there. He's not actually in the room. And she says, good morning, soldier. Ready to report for duty? Love it. Wade, get your military ass in here. You know, just in case you didn't realize he might, you might be about to meet a military man. And it's referenced so many more times in the course of the movie. Does it even end up mattering that he's a military man? Not really. I think, I think the writers just had a big, like, military heart on. And they were like, oh, we're going to make a Marine hero. To no effect. Yeah. He's pretty much the only competent character in the movie too. all right so look i'm gonna draw a lot of comparisons on this episode to three-head shark attack because that's an asylum movie that we watched this isn't an asylum movie but it's it's another movie about sharks close that we enough. saw that's close enough to this movie um and i think this movie did a lot of things better for example characters three-head shark attack we've said several times it's a character replacement movie like characters would come in die new characters would show up this movie sticks with this. It has a big fucking cast, but it stays with that cast through the whole movie. And, okay, fine, cool. Also, it was funnier, I think. It was making more of an effort to entertain, I think, than just be like, uh, here's some sharks. Here's some dumb stuff. Here's Danny Trejo, whatever. I was far more entertained by this movie than Three-Headed Shark yeah, Attack, I for agree. sure. You, you said I gave Three-Headed Shark Attack a view at, which I, I'm not disputing, but I'm surprised if I did. I don't know. I wish we had a, a higher rating on the scale that you could give this movie to be consistent. <laughs> but. 
yeah a three-headed view it <laughs> yeah they've they've out asylumed asylum yeah i feel like this movie also made more of an effort to be shitty to women than even three-headed shark attack <laughs> <laughs> like you could write a you could write a thesis on the gender politics in this movie. oh yeah there are it's all over the fucking map there are three women whose key role in the movie is to sit in a hot tub for action that spans at least a day i think uh, yeah I forget they're there what the... from like the inciting incident to the nearly the end of the movie they seem to be in that hot tub and and, and we see them spoilers, we return they to don't them get multiple out. times they never get out of the they hot don't tub. get out of the hot tub well one of them does <laughs> oh one of them does. um but oh, yeah right. they're just in bikinis and being um really vapid everybody in this movie is so goddamn horny too like not the least of which is the the ski patrol officer like (laughs) literally i would say every line of his except like a few toward the end is about how much he believes everybody at this resort is fucking Mm -hmm. but spring break yeah everyone looks pretty good do people go skiing on spring break is that a thing in colorado or something probably yeah yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know about that. There are I, definitely some girls who go skiing in bikinis, which was also kind of notable to me. Did, were there people skiing in this movie? Uh, I didn't see a whole lot of skis. Uh, it's a ski yeah. resort, but I don't. There's a lot of hiking. There's, some, there's a lot of snowboarding. No, there's, there's, a, there's not a, as much. There skiing. is a lot of snowboarding, but the uh, the horribly racist Asian stereotype who becomes more important than I ever would have imagined Super in this funny. movie. Yeah. Uh, she, does, she does ski. She's extreme. She goes down. They keep referring to the backside of the yeah. mountain. And she wants... She's extreme. And she wants to go down the back. Double black And diamond. she does ski while the professional Olympic snowboarder snowboards alongside her. I want to make a movie about a mass murderer hiding on the backside of a mountain, killing skiers, chaining them up, doing horrible things to them. And the movie will be called Triple Black Diamond. What's a black diamond? Black diamond is like, don't fuck with that trail unless you know your shit. Oh, it's like double a black diamond is for experts only. Okay, I don't even know if triple exists, but mm. that's going to be the name of my movie. Well, let's talk about the Asian stereotype for a minute because the other notable thing about her, other than that she is like a you know like miso honey kind of Asian, like that's the kind of she's, thing. She's we're not even that. She's here. like nonverbal. She's like no speak English. That's yeah. like her one, one line of dialogue. Does she turn L's into R's? I forget. I don't, I don't know. think so. It's no. really it's, bad. Well, it's what's bad. even worse is the way that the the resort owner, who is also the mayor, is that the who's the mayor? No, no. the mayor shows up later. He's okay. the guy who kind of looks like Ed Begley. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, the guy who owns the resort is like, like he's he's hitting on one of the bimbos we'd been introduced to previously, and then she decides that she needs to go find her cousin, so she leaves, and he he is left without pussy, unfortunately. So he starts talking to this Asian woman, a guest at the resort, and I don't know, I, Patrick, do you want to describe this conversation? You brought it up. I mean, the resort owner does appear to be non-white some sort of non-white ethnicity but this asian stereotype is basically the only definitively non-white character in the movie otherwise this movie is a fucking clan rally and then there's this fucking <laughs> Jesus. oh now that would be a movie clan rally on the ski the clan on the ski slopes white powder sharks oh yeah white powder a hard powder is the movie that's coming out uh, yeah white powder yeah that'd be great yeah. that'd be great 
Uh, that, that's a really fucking great title. Um, no, what's no even, the white stuff? That white stuff. There's another good title. Not like a white powder because it's like white power, white powder. Yeah, that's that's got a good ring to it. White powder. Nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Any, sorry. Anyway, the, what's even, the what's conversation even, between what's, them though? What's even worse than her being the stereotype is the way that he talks to her, like using like he's speaking more English than she is as he's trying to like. And it, so do other characters who speak to her later too. It's like, oh, you and me and they do sign language they do the sign language thing you and me ski and then they're making like sort of skiing motions oh and he's not even like like you want to ski and like doing it listeners cannot see our hand motions but then she just like smiles and offers him her credit card because she's that dumb and he so he's like oh we go skiing very expensive skis it's like it's so painful i mean it's it's, but we're supposed to laugh i we're i think we're supposed to understand this guy's a dirtbag but i think we're also supposed to think it's funny I guess, yeah. It's it just very I, xenophobic. I mean, yeah. It's it, it it really was kind of shocking. It just felt like decades behind its time. Why do you think this movie exists? Sharknado, I guess. Do you think they're trying to sell it on TV or VOD or something? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it seemed purely profit motivated. I mean, this was not the work of an auteur with a, a vision and a <laughs> message. I mean, let's be real here. <laughs> I no. just don't understand where the customer is for a movie like this. I mean, we had this discussion with the asylum thing. There are people who will just, especially with the shark thing, there are people who will just, they're presumably just sitting around getting baked, you know, 24-7, who will just watch anything that has killer sharks in it. I don't know enough about the movie market. Like, I mean, so it's on Netflix. I assume they made, you know, a couple cents off of that deal. And then it's probably on some <laughs> VOD stuff. No one's going to pay to watch this movie. Not even, I don't care how baked you are. All right. I don't know. It, it, all right. Yeah, okay, maybe. But <laughs> I don't know. Just... You, okay, here's what I will say. The two of you had more thoughts about this movie in the months leading up to us watching it than I would have expected because I didn't think about it at all. I was like, oh, Avalanche Sharks. I know exactly what that is. I don't need to watch that. Yeah. So if the fact that Wait, you, you were... knew that it was going to be ghost sharks swimming through no, the snow. No, I knew that it was going to be a piece of fucking shit. I knew that it was oh. going to be a movie that has like no brains behind it. It's ah, clearly... but see, you're you're losing the you're losing the magic. You have to wonder what the movie's actually fucking about. I see Avalanche yeah, Sharks, I and I'm watched... like, okay, yeah, that's probably not going to be good. I I knew it was probably not going to be good, but I was still like, <laughs> what is it about? What could that mean? Avalanche Sharks. Yeah, but see, I see that, and I know that it's going to be like a a very low budget, low quality movie. Sure, me too. The, with no real intelligence behind it whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen a lot of bad movies. I like I live for bad movies, and I know yeah. that this is not the kind of bad movie that I'm going to waste my time on just by seeing the title and the poster. But the fact yeah. that you guys thought that, so much about where it we proves, proves that there's an audience for these things, and it's not just you know sort of the dumb casual viewer who's like scrolling through Amazon Prime looking for something to watch or Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm the guy trying to make a movie about the pizza face killer. So what the fuck do I have to say? <laughs> well, at least it's not another guy. Talk about shark concepts movie. that I still don't even understand. I still don't even know what pizza face killer is about. Don't worry and, about it. And I've been your friend for don't worry about it. too long. Is, and I've heard about pizza face killer for too long. Is pizza face killer the new kill list? I think, it is. <laughs> I think this is three episodes in a row. I'm just trying trick. to self promote. I'm trying to get some investment. Tweet me. Where, where can we tweet you? What's your handle? Amon Cast. <laughs> say, hey, I want to invest in Chris's Don't movie. rope us into this. What if we want to troll you? Killer. 
If you troll me, I'm not going to give you credit in Pizza Face Killer. But we troll back. Dark Space Pizza Face. <laughs> okay. Can we can we talk instead about some shit where I feel like this movie is trolling us? Which I, I have two things in mind right now. I have two things to say about this, Steve. Um, one is the fucking transitions where it's just fucking five seconds of like x games footage of people flipping around on snowboards we'll be mm-hmm. transitioning from one scene Whoa, you know that's say worth uh, talking about because this is a movie that is predicated on there being a lot of skiing it's you know at a ski resort i was thinking like you know maybe this movie was actually made by somebody who's like a well-known or prominent or even aspiring like winter sports videographer or filmmaker and like that would be the focus and we get some really sweet snowboarding and skiing stuff it all sucks guys it, I have it all idea. sucks maybe this entire movie exists to be viral marketing for mammoth mountain what's mammoth mountain the ski resort that's a real world ski resort where they go to oh that's the that's the ski resort in the movie yeah okay oh it could be could be it's a real ski resort yeah well, okay. I don't want to go there because I don't want to get eaten by a fucking ghost shark. But, like, I Good feel point. like of all the parties involved in this movie, Mammoth Ski Resort probably saw the most immediate and probably the biggest benefit overall. No, but, okay, so uh, I'm still really fixing on this. Transitions between scenes. Yeah. So we'll have a scene on the on the ski slope and then go to a scene back at the lodge or, or vice versa. Yeah. And so many times in this movie, to establish that transition... They'll just have a random shot of snowboarding, skiing, a ski lift going up, something yeah, like that. And it's su- yeah, it's B roll, and it's super sped up usually, and it's a really quick transition. Um, and they get faster and faster as the movie goes along. And later in the movie, to establish establish that transition, you'll have like a one two second shot of just a ski lift going up a hill, super fast speed, and then it goes to the lodge. There's one transition. I didn't notice them getting faster. There's one that baffled me, and I actually, I was kind of, I was like shopping on like Twilight Time and stuff for nerdy shit while I was doing this. Because like after a while, I was like, I can just listen to this. I know what's happening. Well, I'll tune back in when they start, when the sharks arrive. Um, there was one transition where like, there's like trucks driving up the, up the mountain, hmm. and there's this like, very somber and depressing music playing and i was like fuck did i just miss something and no it is just like a full minute if not maybe a little bit more of these like trucks driving up the mountain like in, on this like glo- in the gloomy <laughs> twilight with like this funeral dirge playing and that was one of the transitions and then it's just back to like everybody's partying oh. drinking in the hot tub music i'm so glad you brought up music because that was my what that was the th- second thing on my mind I, yeah i mean i feel like um like i feel like the boomtown rats deserve some residuals for some of the cuts they played like what the fuck were they thinking they just pulled out the like the big book of stock music what do they call that the big book of stock music royalty free yeah <laughs> and there's a little bit of everything there's like knock john williams there's like some blues in it there's some heavy metal there's just a little bit of everything there's whatever they need sort of to like, kind of set the like scene like 80s like you know like th- there's one song that reminded me of like like hot 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 the the buster <laughs> poindexter song like without the vocals it's like blaring horns that you haven't heard since like 1984 <laughs> listen not every director knows sean lennon okay <laughs> <laughs> little uh ava's possessions reference yeah. there but you know I thought, the I, I thought the soundtrack i mean i didn't notice the 
score, if you can call it that. But I thought the soundtrack, yeah, we'll call it the soundtrack. was horrible because it I, is. I was um, watching. I watched the last third of this movie over again today because I watched the movie once and I was like, I think I missed some scenes because none of this is making any sense. It's not cohesive at all. Turns out it's just not cohesive at all. I missed nothing. Um, but I was playing the last third of the movie as I was just kind of like setting up, cleaning today. And it was so fucking loud. I could hear it from the other side of my apartment. Just girls screaming and the sharks <laughs> roaring. And like, it's just a very aggressive experience on your ears. And I didn't notice it the first time. But like, oh, I had to turn it down. Like, so I was like, oh, my neighbors are going to call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of... Um, it's Everyone's hysterical. All the acting is hysterical. People just screaming, I'm a Marine. Oh, go run to safety. And the women just <gasps> screaming at the top oh, of their lungs. It's especially bad toward the end. Especially. There's a very shouty scene in the last five minutes of this. Every scene is very shouty in the last third of the movie. It's awful. Dude, this reminds me of my favorite hysterical performance in the whole movie, which, you know, I mean, we've talked about how our our ostensible protagonists or sort of the main cast is just huge. There are so many, I I mean, I guess you can call them main characters in this movie, but there are so many, but on top of that, there are so many incidental characters that also come in basically just to be eaten by sharks pretty quickly. But surprisingly, they set up, quite a bit of backstory for some of these people <laughs> like there's a the guy and the fiance yeah the guy and his fiance who are hiking and he's just talking about how he smokes weed too much or, or she's talking about how he smokes weed too much and you know he Damn, needs to be more active time on that. yeah she tries to get him to have uh, she tries to get him to to um you know basically hike with her by yeah. enticing him to have sex and then she yeah, tells a him, sex treat <laughs> A sex treat, yeah. And he says, "What's a sex treat?" Yeah. And then, <laughs> well, and then she doesn't de- need explanation. Then she denies him the sex treat, and she's trying to. I get... I thought they were looking for the. I thought they were related to the two to Shredder and whatever the fuck his name is Hawker, and that's why they were Shredder. Yeah, a lot of people go uh, off down the mountain looking I don't for know. those kids. I don't know. I know they're just on a hike, man. I don't think we've ever seen them before until that scene. It's just cut to like these two people who like we haven't seen before. No. Maybe they yeah. were at the party. Okay, so that was just my brain trying to like form trying to make tissue yeah, trying film. to make sense of it. Because I was she's like, well, wearing, everybody so far has been related to them somehow. She's wearing like a North Face jacket that's unzipped all the way down like well not all the way down but halfway down to show her double d's and you know she's trying to get him to say that he loves her he won't and then of course she gets killed by an avalanche shark but i mean there's so much character development quote unquote he's there. the only character who arcs there's he is, so much he work is. done that's there. a really great point it's so funny when that happens i was like right. why did they even bother with this right. guy it's of a, all people that's probably the best part of the movie like you know it's actually coherent and his performance is so hilariously bad especially after she dies and he's supposed to emote when he runs into some of our main characters and and you know he's you know is trying to communicate what's just happened and he goes sharks man sharks they tore to pieces and they're i mean it's a man who's just lost yeah his part and love is the answer why because he, he didn't say i loved her he yeah. didn't say i love you so he decides that like if i say if i express love i love you guys i love you yeah. i love my job <laughs> and then he gets fucked by a shark yeah, yeah. I mean, well not fucked yeah. but <laughs> fucked over Easy. yeah 
Which also every time a shark eats someone Have in this movie, it's hilarious. Movie, a shark me. movie where sharks fuck people. No. There you go. There's your million dollar idea. Get on VOD. Yeah. Yeah. There's contributing something original to the shark genre. Okay. Yeah. But you have to give it a name that starts with A still because you have to get high on the list of the VOD. It turns out that's a thing. Mm. That might be why we see so many movies that start at the beginning of the alphabet. Mm. Hmm. You have to be like ass sharks <laughs> but with like five a's like ass like like sweet sweetback's badass song yeah. Yeah. every time someone gets eaten in this movie though it's just terrible cg just spray of cgi yeah. blood it barely and registers you see it for like two seconds yeah yeah there's yeah yeah, this movie, it's kind of a montage of just random shit that happens. And, oh, yeah. and And stuff that goes nowhere, like they establish that the sheriff's girlfriend, and, you know, in kind of a deft way, as far as movies like this go, they established that she's a marine biologist. Mm. Never mentioned again. Oh, I yeah. totally That's, missed that. <laughs> oh, how could you? That's another thing I wrote down. There's a line... Actually, well, I was shopping for Blu-rays of better movies while I was well, watching this. Oh no, he's ho- he's at home, and they're like having kind of a cute moment as they're the, relaxing the, the at the scene, end no, of the, the day. The scene is they're preparing lobster. They have they have oh, a, right. they're making yeah, they're boiling lobster. Lob. Yeah, <laughs> and he says to her, "You are the sexiest marine biologist I know." And then they have like multiple other lines referencing her profession because they're talking there's about a the lot lobster of, yeah, yeah there's yeah, a lot yeah. of obsession with profession in this movie because i don't is it because ever relevant no, again there's that she's nothing a marine biologist? else to define these characters other than their, their career and yeah. their profession yeah yes. yeah definitely i mean that would be an obvious thing for her to come back and you know explain to us the marine biology of these sharks but i don't but you know i believe it ever did. becomes relevant maybe that it she's was on the biologist. cutting room floor Good. Yeah, I mean, better than what's her name, the doctor in yeah, Three Headed like, Shark oh, Attack. I, my crush, but um, <laughs> I, we still don't have like we don't need another scene where they're like, "Oh, the shark has evolved to now it's frozen water instead of you know." It's like who oh. gives, you know, who gives a shit? Oh, and the multiple explanations for what actually is going on and why these fucking sharks are the way they are. Don't yeah, that. it's like I got it the first time, and then the second time it's like, well, it's going to be a long gondola ride. You might as well tell me, and then we get like a more detailed explanation of the story. It's just well, like the first the couple of time. explanations are completely different. Like the first sort of explanation that the weird, like kind of creepy dude—I'm not even kind of creepy, but very creepy dude—gives in the car early on. He's making up a story about how sharks came from another planet, and you sort All of. Right. You right. sort of get the idea that maybe he's explaining the concept, and right. then there's another explanation. I forget what it is. It's like Rashomon, in between, kind yeah, of. basically. And then finally, we get to um, there's a, a native tribe that was what was it? The, the native tribe got slaughtered or something by miners or something, and the sharks are taking their revenge. There, uh, there are multiple. It, it is kind of Rashomon like if we I were don't to give it that really much credit. Know, uh, well, I didn't mean to. I was. I was hoping there'd be more of a laugh after that, but um, I don't need—I don't know what the truth is. But basically, what we're left with is, I, and maybe we should save this for the the spoiler room. All these scenes kind of like exist in a vacuum. It's just like scene after scene after scene, and it's like, okay, some of it's fun. 
Like the little vignette with the guy and his fiance, it's you know whatever, fine, watchable, maybe question mark. Then you have stuff like there's a scene where Evelyn Shark kills someone who's you know got the snowblower, and then the snow oh, yeah. shoots red out of the snowblower. I'm like the blower right. keeps keeps chugging along it on just its keeps own chugging along after on the its own. That's operator fun. gets killed. Sure, why not? Like just, just little spurting things. bloody it's snow like, out of the top of it. It's probably fun to make, but yeah, just a fucking waste of time. Uh, I, I, I don't know about that. I went skiing today, coincidentally. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So we, th- we thought you were dead. Like, Patrick texted me that you pulled a Natasha Richards. We can't oh, say that. Oh, yeah. Don't say that on the cast. Oh, my God. I want to be friends with Neeson someday. Taken. Oh, my God. All right. Sonny Bono, then? We can. That's. Yeah, that's what's, what's the statute of limitations on death jokes? Sonny Bono is not as tragic. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you care about Neeson, then... I, I, I Well, yeah, the the pain of Neeson feels so palpable. All right, well, forget I said anything. You went skiing today. How was that? I went skiing today. Not a lot of sharks out there today. Conditions were good. But the, <laughs> the National Ski Patrol, amazing. Fucking heroes. And this movie... There's one man from the ski patrol, and he he's a, a piece slob. He's just a Shit. walking boner. Yeah. Just like a sad old Even boner. if, like, if he had the energy to have a boner, he's just a lazy man who sits and suns himself. And very, doesn't get off very his ass for anything. bright white teeth, too. Yeah. I think that's his defining quality. Yeah. It's the one thing he's got going for him. People repeatedly tell him that there's shit going down with these sharks, and he's just like, eh, fuck it. Every he's kind- single time they say that, like, the, that the shredder and and fuckface are missing <laughs> he says <laughs> oh they probably found some some snow bunnies to you know go home to right it's like every single time this Sex comes obsessed. up everyone's explanation is that they're fucking yeah they're and no one even fucks in this movie nobody fucks this is the most yeah no nudity this is no sex one of the horniest movies i've ever seen and also the most sexless movie i've probably ever seen yeah yeah very strange there's this fascinating i mean it's not fascinating but there's this amusing sort of shadow government associated with the the uh ski lodge where the ski patrol the the um mayor and the ski lodge owner are all kind of in on this conspiracy to make sure that people keep coming to the lodge and that nothing bad happens it's spring break this is the only weekend we have left because of global because of global warming yeah and the sheriff is the only one who still has kind of a conscience about all this and is trying to stop this from happening but it's really funny there's sort of these like backroom dealing sort of scenes where the the lodge owner and the mayor and the ski patrol dude are all scheming to basically keep everyone unsafe so that they can keep the money rolling in yeah it's like sleepaway camp yeah much it's been a while i don't know specifically what you're referencing but i don't know either well when we get to the s's is that on Netflix? No, I wish. Oh, It'll be I wish. That'd be great. It's on Blu-ray at my house. You can borrow it anytime. Oh, yeah. But the uh, the sheriff's office has, like, you know, every airsoft gun anyone in the production had available <laughs> mounted on the wall. Like, they have every machine gun, shotgun, whatever. And, like, I think they use a couple of them. But it was a little disappointing because I thought for sure there was going to be just a firefight at the end. Yeah. But that's not even uh, how the movie ends. Sadly, although we do start to shoot at the sharks at a certain point, 
and the first time someone shoots at a shark, they hit it, and it disappears with a little ding, like a little chiming noise, like Tinkerbell or something. Cute. Which I thought was amusing. Well, guys. I feel like everyone just died in the last two minutes. I don't know what the fuck know, happened. I feel like Chris needs to turn up a little bit. What the fuck are you doing, Chris? Well, guys, what'd you think of this movie? Would you cue it? Would you view it? Would you screw it? Would you do it? What do you think, Steve? Uh, well, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't view it. I wouldn't cue it. So what does that leave us with? It's a it's a piece of garbage. He's, I mean, he's, just... he's giving his ratings in riddles now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's you know, why, why bother? Like if if you were tempted to watch a movie called Avalanche Sharks and you really think that you're going to see a piece of high quality entertainment, um, I'm I'm sorry. I feel sorry for you. Uh, this this has it was mildly entertaining I guess um, I was hoping it would actually be a bit worse than it was it really just didn't do much of anything for me screw it don't bother go skiing instead <laughs> hope the conditions are good I recommend it yeah I hope there's not too many sharks out there Chris what did you think screw it absolutely I mean this this is not the worst bad movie out there you could do worse if it's 3am and you're looking at the VOD options with your drunk friends and you want to just watch some avalanche sharks fine that's not me it's probably not you if you're looking for anything that's action comedy you could do a whole lot better there's better shark movies out there too not to name any. Screw it. Fuck it. I, I, the only question in my mind is whether or not... To... <laughs> Wait, can we add fuck it to the scale? <laughs> I need that for this movie in particular. That was what you gave a uh, hashtag horror, I think. Did I give it a fuck I think it? you said screw it, fuck it. <laughs> but, um, is that even lower than screwing it with no, prejudice? Uh, no, well, that was what I was going to say. The only question in my mind is whether this movie deserves to be screwed with prejudice or not. But... We, need, we, do, we should revise... The scale and enhance it a little bit. Yeah. Maybe post it on the web for our listeners. You can understand. always screw it with prejudice. Yeah. And mm-hmm. damn, if it's, it's it's close because it's not only is it a complete waste of time, a complete sensory debacle, but they do have <laughs> that really racist shit in there, and and it's very very sexist. Yeah, I mean, we you know what? All get right. into that. Screw Wait, it. what do you mean by a sensory debacle? I mean, it's just visually and um, auditorily obnoxious. Okay. Oh, right. Because you were you were annoyed by how loud it was. Yeah. Um, so, you know what? Yeah. Turn yeah. down that racket. That's your review. You know, what? I'm going to screw it with prejudice. I don't hate the filmmakers, but yeah, don't do this. Patrick, would you screw it? View it? Cue it? Fuck it? Fuck it with prejudice? Man, it is not a good movie. By any stretch of the imagination. But I had a fucking great time with it. I laughed all the way through this fucking thing. It was incoherent, but I was consistently entertained and just flummoxed by uh, the way it constantly shifted. I was going to give it a view it, but just to throw the scale off a little bit, just to skew it, I'll give it a view it with prejudice because I thought it was super entertaining. If you're going to watch a movie called fucking Avalanche Sharks, this is And I think this is probably also why I gave Three-Headed Shark Attack whatever rating I gave it, which was probably a little more than it deserved. If you're going to watch a movie called Three-Headed Shark Attack or Avalanche Sharks, this gives you everything you fucking want and more, in my opinion. 
But don't you have anything better to do with your time? Me personally? Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have wasted time on many other movies. I felt much more like I wasted my time on many other movies we've watched so far than I did on this. I got huge entertainment value out of this. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Okay, so when, when I think about giving a rating for one of these movies, one thing I think about is not just... Let's get the, philosophical. ...the casual listener, but I think... If we weren't doing this show and I could take the knowledge that I have from seeing this film and go to my past self like two weeks ago and say, hey, this movie's going to come across your radar, view it, cue it, or screw it. Um, Would you go to yourself two weeks ago if this show didn't exist with the knowledge that you have now, and which is so convoluted that it makes no sense, but follow (laughs) me here, follow me. Would you tell yourself to watch this movie? Sure. Like... Given all the options available, there's so much entertainment out there. You would say, oh, watch, out of all the options watch Avalanche Fuck Sharks. No. Fuck then no. how do you? Then why are you giving it a view it with prejudice? Because if you're, I mean, so the question at hand here when we're giving out these ratings is, it's gotten to that point in the show where people have heard us talk about this movie for you know a half hour or whatever, and it's at the point where we're gonna say, all right, uh, you've heard all this shit. Is it interesting enough? Is it worth your time to go view it, cue it, or screw it? And I'm going to say, if you've heard all the shit that we've talked and heard what this movie is like, and you're still thinking about it, by all means, go view it. I had a great time watching it. All right. Fair enough. That's I, I that's my thought process. Now, if the mo- what if the movie weren't called Avalanche Sharks? Like, you know what you're getting into because the movie's called Avalanche Sharks. What if it was called Ski Resort Massacre? How how would the rating change? Yeah, would it change? Does it matter? Or is it just about how we've been talking about it? Because that's often mm. your defense. You say, well, if you're going to watch a movie called Avalanche that's Sharks, true. He you does get use what's coming to you. A lot. I mean, I would say maybe view it with double prejudice because it gives you so much more than you think you're getting in all right, for. All right, all right. You're, you're not using ratings that are sanctioned by the International View It, Cue It, Screw It Committee. Hey, but. come on. You can't discount my rating. <laughs> okay. My rating is as valid as yours. All right. Well, I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about in the spoiler room, but we are, uh, we're on our way there. So um, we'll see you soon. Uh, we're gonna play a little selection of music from the uh, <laughs> only the only music track that should ever be associated with skiing, the action theme from On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, what the fuck! We should play some of the shitty ass music from this movie. There's only one track that should be associated with skiing and winter sports, and this is it. Welcome back to Every Horror Movie on Netflix. We're here in the spoiler room. We're going to share all those intimate details about the characters you care about, situations you want to know more about, and avalanche sharks. Now that now that you have obviously gone and viewed it based on my one view it among these two screw it yeah. with prejudices, these two screw it fuckets. Um, well, it's, you know, it's hard to separate the spoilerific material from just the general tenor of the movie because basically people just get eaten by sharks. 
in contrived scenarios, and that's your movie. My oh yeah, favorite is the you know we talked earlier about the the girls in the hot yeah. tub. I knew this was coming from moment one, yeah. but yeah, there's a there's a another sort of the, this like an avalanche of like ectoplasm coming down the mountain and this is after like pretty much every sensible or seemingly sensible person in the movie has come around to like oh there's fucking ghost sharks killing people they're finally get back to the cabin trying to warn the girls who have been sitting in this hot tub all day like their flesh should have been burned off at this point they've been in there for so long Mm -hmm. and one of them has the sense to get out the other two are like oh how cool like when they see this blue like flame coming toward them and sure enough the sharks come right up through the hot tub and eat both of them Mm -hmm. it did lead to one of the funniest lines in the movie for me which is when they're trying to make an escape and the girl's like how do you know the shark can't eat through metal it swims through the snow it goes through a hot tub but you know know, it was funny (laughs) I'll cut that out (laughs) just trying to talk You know, it's worth mentioning here that we we talk some shit about the the Asian stereotype in this film, but really she's kind of the MVP, the hero. She's the hero. So, final confrontation. You know, the sheriff's been uh, relieved of his duty, and the, by the cabal, the evil cabal. Yeah, right. And then the, you know the the evil sort of ski patrol guy takes over, and well, it's established too that the sharks by this point they have been. They commit the same crimes 25 years ago. Yeah. And the way it was cured was they had a, a shaman come out to the grounds and, and do some sort of native ceremony. And we learn this by the sheriff's girlfriend. The marine biologist? Yeah, the marine yeah. biologist. Mm-hmm. Is she a marine biologist? Didn't we discuss that earlier? Yeah. I think she... I was joking. I was oh. just referencing oh. how they repeatedly reference <laughs> yeah, that dense, she's a marine I'm biologist. Dense. Um the sheriff the sheriff has a drawing like a crayon drawing that the marine biologist did of this whole shark oh, scenario I want to talk when about she was this. a child in the file cabinet right by his desk in his tiny office she says from 25 years yes. ago that he never knew about and it's in this tiny ass file cabinet she and, says go find the file from march 14th 25 yeah. years ago she doesn't even give the years so he's <laughs> got to do the mental math and then he goes over and just like and pulls the file right out and he's never this, seen it before yeah i mean it's this and little we've seen file that drawing cabinet. before because it was over the credits in the, credits. In the beginning yeah, yeah. nice yeah. touch <laughs> well, foreshadowing there yeah no, i mean i thought it was just like really lazy production design when oh first yeah at the beginning <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to come into play. Yeah. I'm a sucker for movies that have, like, crayon drawings from kids in them. They can be really scary in a horror movie, like in Insidious, or that's the one, the first one that comes to Not mind. Not in this movie. Or, the, you know, the Mothman prophecies. Um, <laughs> or they can be hilarious, which they were in here, because you see, like, a little girl, like, drew a self-portrait of herself on a ski slope with, like, her two dead parents and a shark. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, the the... Asian stereotype is skiing down the hill and encounters the this set of uh, weird crosses or totems or whatever they are that we discussed earlier, which is still kind of unclear how they got fucked up, but they're all tilted over. No, it's because of the avalanche. So it's because of the of the mortar that was the launched mortar, at the beginning yeah. of the movie. It knocked all okay. that shit around. Okay. All right. All I right. buy it. Anyways, 
the instinct, I guess, just strikes her and she starts slowly setting these crosses right, turning them back up so that they're pointing no reason to skyward correctly she just doesn't like that yeah yeah she just decides to do it just ocd you know she's just, yeah. <laughs> now yeah if she's, it, she's the, condoing they should have you know given her that trait they spent a lot of time with that character they could have had her in the restaurant where something well, gets they, knocked over and she's like putting it back together while she's talking yeah, to the owner she's just, or they she's do like lining like, up cocktail napkins on the mm-hmm. bar She's treated like she's mentally challenged the entire film mm, because she's yeah. foreign. So I feel like this is kind of in keeping with that. I think it's more like uh, as like a as one of the only as one of two non-white people in this movie. They're like, oh well, she would obviously be more sort of like mystical and respectful of mm. the environment than other people. Like that that also felt very racist to me that mm. she was the one who was straightening these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, she's asian so she must be more sort of like zen and spiritual and wants to like restore balance right to the forest yeah Yeah. but they spend a lot of time she takes a lot of time setting those back up right and meanwhile there's just like a battle royale happening with all the surviving characters and the like three or four sharks and which the way that played out was kind of shocking to me too because dale the ski patrol guy who has just been a total fucking asshole a, a walking erection as steve described him before the whole movie i said boner but walking boner like that you classed okay. it up a little bit yeah a walking phallus um suddenly is sort of redeemed he gets mauled by the shark and we're expected to treat him as a character who has sort of had a change of heart and we are rooting for him now no we're rooting for him because we're not rooting for him it just we're suddenly supposed the, to suddenly i was so baffled by this the the other characters suddenly decide that like oh he's been hurt now we suddenly we need to care about him. him yeah for no reason because he's not he's not in a position to save them or help them in any way whatsoever they just suddenly see him and realize like oh he's a human and we should care for him and it was instead they use him as bait initially right right to draw the sharks in yeah and it was a really bizarre dichotomy to me because at the same time you also have duffy who we haven't talked about yet but he's this crazy old man who lives on the mountain drives a a team of sled dogs around and knows he knows what's going on he's a crazy old guy he's a he's a total lech and um, I did like his early scenes. Those are fine. Yeah, me too. I mean, he's a weird guy for sure and does some kind of fucked up shit. But he knows what's going on with the sharks and he tries to tell everyone the whole movie. And then at the end, he's just kind of treating like a crazy asshole and literally doesn't get killed by a shark, but gets his fucking head blown off by... Well, the shark has... He's in the shark's maw and it's it's like toying with him because he's apparently has like a relationship with these things because he's known about them for all the years i don't know why the shark doesn't just finish him off so he begs to be killed and then Does the kid he? blows his head off yeah oh i thought wade was just blowing his head off because he thought duffy was a crazy old no man. he's in the he's half in a shark's mouth while this is going on no i remember and that like, and but also like, like, like wade is a marine me. he could have said does he great yeah. drama great drama Okay. Yeah, he's like, put me out of my misery. I don't remember exactly what he says. Can you imagine? It was like he can't quite do it, and then finally he. Can you imagine in Jaws if if Quint had been bitten in half by the shark and he's on the deck of the boat, like screaming and spitting blood, and then they get the gun that they use to shoot the air tank, and instead they just blow his head off. (laughs) (laughs) Great film. Also, in the midst of this climax comes another one of my favorite lines that again drives home someone's profession um someone says or or dale says 
to Wade, the Marine. Are you crazy? And Wade says, no, Dale, I'm not crazy. I'm a Marine. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. So bad. But anyways, But you would finally, it view it with prejudice. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Just want to keep reminding our listeners of where we stand on this. Yeah. I mean, just because it's bad doesn't mean it's not fun and enjoyable to watch. It's like... In, you said before you're a connoisseur of bad movies. I'm a you enjoy of bad watching movies. bad movies. Yeah, I like bad movies. I don't like bad movies that are like made to be bad. My favorite bad movies are made with complete sincerity and happen to just not work on any level. And this is a movie I feel like this like movie a product. I feel like this movie is completely sincere. All right, we can talk about this off cast. I, I think we've said enough. <laughs> I mean, I think this is interesting to discuss on cast. I mean, what makes you feel insincere? No, I could go on for hours about this. I really didn't. It it bores me to think about. Well, I feel like there's here's here's a theory I have. There's a tendency to dismiss bad movies that are current. There's a tendency to romanticize bad movies from the past because it's like, oh, that's so charming. Whatever. This is a bad movie right now that was just made. The people who made it were. You know, totally thought they were making something cool slash funny slash scary. I know. See, I that's a good point. No, that's a good point. Like, like, there's some horrible B movies from the '60s and '70s that were probably just made to be schlock, and then people are like, "Oh, yes, they'll watch them today and be like, ha ha." Those movies, they don't make them like they used to. Yeah, and then 10, 20, 30 years later, someone writes a blog and it's like, this is an overlooked cult classic. And you know, know? it actually laid the foundation for. <laughs> that movie you like i mean is there an example of like a current bad movie you would throw out that you think is like a good bad movie i mean not current but say you know past five or ten years suicide squad (laughs) no um okay so the what i'm talking about with like bad movies and i have not seen this one but i you're gonna know what i'm talking about book of henry that's the kind of thing i'm talking about when i love bad movies i love movies that from the sounds of it that is meant to be a completely sincere film that is like fucked up on every level is possible. that the colin trevorrow yeah movie? yeah oh, amazing. that's the kind of stuff i like i don't like this like avalanche sharks it's like just like another one of these dime a dozen like made for like minimal profit movies they put no effort into it whatsoever it just it looks like everything was done in a first take the special effects like they couldn't have given a damn that's the thing like it's just the laziness that offends me about these movies like if you want to have your movie about avalanche sharks you want to you know have your stupid bikinis and stuff fine but like if they had given us this script, we would have put together the same shitty movie, but just better. You assume there was a script. That's right. a little presumptuous. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, so the movie ends, sharks are vanquished. You see that the, the totem falls back over once everyone leaves, and so I guess the sharks will be back. Oh, yeah, one bites the Oh, yeah, it falls the over, and then... Uh, Inevitably, the avalanche up shark for a sequel. Can you flies wait, out and flies into your face. Three-headed jaws wide shark. open. I mean, I wish I could have seen it in 3D. Just for that <laughs> Three-headed avalanche sharks, yes. And the, the last line of dialogue is the girls in the car, and they just say, don't look back. Oh. Never look back. And, I, and I'm starting to embrace that, too. I think because of three-headed shark attack. I forgot the name of that for a second. Um... Just these abrupt ass endings. Like there's a huge climax, and then there's one scene where everybody's chilling out, and somebody says some vaguely denouement-ish line I mean, of dialogue, well, and, and then it's over. He End looks. Story. He immediately looks back too. 
He immediately Does looks he? over his shoulder. She's like, don't look back. Never look back. And he's like... And the movie ends with, like... The shot ends with him, like, staring out the back window. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah, that's funny. So that's intentionally funny. That's good for them. I don't think... I don't know if it's funny. I think he's haunted. I think it's a pretty... It touched me. It is dark. It touched it me. Is he's, dark. he's gonna take him a while to get over that trauma. <laughs> well, oh, I know. I, I, will, I will never be looking back at this one. I was never bored. I was almost consistently entertained. I'll just reiterate I'm, that. I'm sorry. I, I love your enthusiasm, and I've given you a lot of shit on this episode. I just want to say... That's I'm okay. Gl- I'm glad. I can take it. I know, yeah, but I don't like to... I, I gave a little too much. I'm glad you enjoyed this movie. I feel like when Patrick was a baby, you had like a mobile that was just a little like stuffed sharks. <laughs> that would be sweet. But no. I Yeah, I mean, it's a terrible movie. I will make no bones about that. It's... Yeah. A terrible in so many ways that I've already described, but, but yeah, I also honest, was just terrible movie. entertained all the way through. Yeah, mm. yeah. All right. So, what are we watching next time? That's a Assu- really good question. Assuming that we're done talking about Avala- Avalanche Sharks, that I'm no done. one has anything else left so to say done. about that. I got nothing left in the tank <laughs> on Avalanche Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> nothing left in the shark tank. So, what could be next? So, we've gone through the AVs. Yeah, I think we're in the bees, baby. Baby, we're in the bees. B is for backcountry. Wow, what the fuck is that about? Don't know. We're gonna find out. Didn't our our number one fan, Gregory C. Allen, endorse backcountry? I won't call it an endorsement, but I think he's looking forward to our thoughts. Maybe we'll have him on the show. We'll see. But until then, that'll be two weeks from now. Until then, you can catch us online, you know, every horror movie, ne- every horror movie on Netflix.com, Twitter, Instagram, and even the Book of Faces. Join us. Join us then. Until next time, be safe on those slopes. Respect your ski patrol. Don't knock over the totems. Don't watch Avalanche Sharks. Or watch Avalanche Sharks. Depends on who you trust. So for every horror movie on Netflix, I'm Chris. I'm Steven. And I'm not crazy. I'm a Marine. That's Patrick. See you next time. Mm-hmm.